Hi guys, and it's welcome to the, the Migas podcast. <laughs> podcast. One, two, I know. Three. I know. We typically say it's the, the Migas, but we wanted to keep you on your toes. You know. You know? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> what are you sipping on over there? Um, my amazing latte that I am so prideful. About. I love it. It's very delicious. I love it. I saw you posted it on the takeover. I know. I finally did something. I love it. I love Let it. A little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here sipping on some strong ass mm -hmm. ginger tea mm. made by one of Kelvin's employees. He's literally, I'm like, you need to sell this. It's so good. He does like um mashes up a bunch of like ginger and i forgot what else he adds to it but it is amazing i'm sure there's some cinnamon in it because it's spicy but it's sweet okay it's good um I'm, I'm like do you add sugar to this because now now i don't want it <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to avoid You're like not trying to not limit it. the added sugar intake mm. You know, I'm trying to do, remember that that reel that I sent you where the girl, what was it? She didn't eat sugar or like processed sugars for like a while. She was like, look at how my, like her jawline looks. I was like, I want to test it out. I'm, I do believe in it because yeah. of course all this extra shit that we're adding to our bodies. But, but we how you been? Yeah. How you been? Good. What's your matcha? Tea. Tea tea. Your tea. Your matcha tea. Um, not much. Uh, what are we doing? I mean, you know, just kind of my my job. I finally got to know who the person replacing the VP is, so I got my new boss. Um, how was that? Male, female? Male, very okay. nice guy. Um, you know, pretty chill. Um, I did get. Uh, I might be going to Florida for work in Ooh. May uh, for an offsite and stuff like that. Nice. For like two days. And what part? Like, Looks out. Fort Lauderdale. Or... Okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh, nice. You should tell them to put you in Lindsay's Airbnb. Did you check it out? I did. I did. So but, cute. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> they're, they're not going to pay that. I know. I was like, sorry, I'll, girl. I'll go join you. Yeah, That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I need to find my whole family. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to see because I, I actually have to discuss it with, with Alberto. Like, maybe we all go as a family and at least my ticket is paid for. Right. But, but if it's just like a quick in and out, I mean, it's That's only not two days. It. Yeah. yeah so, it it. But I know Ollie will get so mad because you know him. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Florida. <laughs> Mr. West Palm Beach. <laughs> How about you? What's your matcha? Matcha tea. Well, I was under the weather. I caught whatever it was that was going around. Um, it was not my fault, guys. <laughs> no, you were waiting no, for each other. No, the thing is, like remember I said, I was like, I was trying to avoid it literally all throughout the holiday season. I knew eventually. I'm like, I'm not freaking naive to it either. Like there's germs everywhere. I'm out and about. I'm touching things, touching my face. It's just fucking germs, but I was happy that I didn't get any like fevers. Mm. I did get like minor like body aches or whatever, but nothing crazy. But the most annoying part was the congestion. congestion. Yeah. So yeah. annoying because it's like now I understand like when people have allergies, like the sinus, like how uncomfortable it is. And the fact that it like it's like it 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 comes on, it goes away, you think you're good, and then all of a sudden it comes out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. I remember like laying down and I'm just like, I can't breathe <laughs> or, or not. Obviously I could breathe, but it was so difficult. Um, other than that, I just been shopping around for my little Valentine's day thing. We were just saying like, that we actually like this holiday. Yes. And I, I said, I was like, you know, obviously we're obsessed with Christmas mm -hmm. and the decor and all that jazz. 
but Valentine's? It's stepping out. Like it's uh it's getting there. And it's and it's so nice that it literally it starts immediately after the new year. The new year, Christmas or whatever. Cause I told you I found some things. I think it was right before New Year's. So I was like, I definitely found this shit in December. Mm. Now now and you can't find much. So if you're looking for V Day stuff, get it now. <laughs> Are you doing Caleb's love basket the beginning of February? Or like I don't on know. February 1st, I know. are you going to give it Great to him? Great question. Or are you going to give it to him on Valentine's Day? I don't know. I just know. kind of feel like, so I ordered pajamas for the kids and like an, an additional yeah. set. And I'm, and I had like crazy points at Carter's. So I got three pairs of pajamas for $4. Nice. Like literally. All, four, all, all three of them all for, four for $4. Bucks. <laughs> like I love, next I'm throwing Caleb's size. I was size. like, when, I was you, like, get, when oh, you get in those. This is great. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I have all these points. <laughs> so, um, cause I checked on Old Navy, everything was sold out, but Carter's actually still had a, a decent amount. It's insane that how Old Navy has their b-day stuff so so that well even that coat that everyone was obsessed with i literally got so many i was even telling carolyn i was like i'm so upset that this shit is sold out because so many link clicks like mm -hmm. the the most link clicks i have gotten was from there was from there but no, no, nobody bought shit because it was sold out <laughs> unfortunately but um, yeah it was it was such a good coat and i'm like the like winter just started but again people prepare you have, yeah, you you have, have to. to you have to um but i was thinking of doing it on february 1st to give them their love baskets so instead of the bucket one that you got with the yeah. hearts, i actually got the basket okay because i'm like oh i can put the pajamas i want to get you a fit book. more yeah. yeah and then i figured that and then i'm gonna do again um the little hearts on the door of everything that with i love them. but instead of every single day putting one up there, I'm actually just going to make them and put all 14 on the door. Smart. I mean, 14 on one door and then 28 on the other. Because I should do one for double. Well, you know, <laughs> I might triple. just do two different colors. So like, Zoe I was say, we'll do it on the bathroom door to kind of, no. since they're right adjacent to each other. Yeah. Or? But I'll do like for the girls, I'll do their heart and then just do like half of it, like in one color and the other half. So that's like cute. for Zoe and then Ollie, cute. I mean, and then Alina. So they'll so still be know. 14 hearts. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Better cute, but now yeah, now I gotta think. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> like, and when am I gonna do this? Like, we're, we're, I'm trying to teach them how to read. So like, and then you're doing yes, the same with yes. Caleb. So if you do those and you kind of, I know I was, I was, I was, I was because my comadre sent me that that same thing that's been going around, and well, whoever that was copied me because I did this shit last year. <laughs> so. Um, Bitch. no, I'm just kidding. Fucking <laughs> 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 freaking um. And I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe I'll do that next year when you can actually read. And I'm here, you know, have these these big goals. And I'm like, no pressure, Caleb, but yeah. I need you to learn how to read by next year. I don't know. I'll see. Or maybe I'll do just letters. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like L he's working for on I love you. Or like A is for amazing. I know. L is, is for, for the way you look at me. me. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Love. Um, I did share that I got some cute valentine's so she's always decked out in valentine's <laughs> day gear and I this just, is just years of collecting yeah, shit. i just started doing it um it. yeah so i ordered two cute um sweaters from timu and then like headbands and then i had earrings last year from i did get them from timu as well um the ones that I, I ordered this but i had cute little hearts from loft Nice. And I never got to wear them. And then I got some fun socks because I'm like, oh, even with jeans, I could put the higher yes, socks and sneakers. Yes. That'll still look cute. Exactly. So 
I'm excited for that because after this, like I feel like in February, I think from the 1st to the 14th that I do do that with the kids, I dress them in all hearts all the time. Do it for yourself. So I'm going to do it for myself. Especially like going into the office. Exactly. And all so that. the days that they recording. see me. Um, and then, you know, I decorated the office. I showed you guys all with Dollar Tree <laughs> items. So I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was, everybody's like, these are so cute. I was like, the gnomes were $3. Yeah, that was like that. And they're heavy. That was the most expensive thing. <laughs> yeah, and they're heavy. I was like. They're quality. Right, quality right. gnomes. Yeah, qual quality gnomes. <laughs> quality gnomes. QG. I love it. Quality gnomes. <laughs> but um, I did, yesterday, did a quick, like, I'm calling it a hit and run at Target because it was just like quick action just to see because I'm looking for the little freaking um, teaspoons that they had out. It's like a pack of four, and I'm sure they probably go for like three or four or five bucks, but I have not seen it at my target but i also have not sat there and gone insane and done a target tour looking for them either so i said that maybe today if i have time after here i'll check out the target in this area or the other target on my way home got it to see but um because i told myself that and, and the heart shape uh light pink mm. mug those mm. are like the two things that i'm looking for other than that nothing else but i have found like Target did their thing. Yeah. In the bullseye for that Valentine's collection. It is adorable. It's darling. The carpool moms always like use that word. Now. I feel like it's like a Midwest Southern word. It's so they they did a great freaking job. It's a darling collection. <laughs> they did amazing, amazing, amazing. So that's just kind of what I've been up to besides being sick. I did also from the Target trip yesterday, I did find. I don't know if you've seen, they had it out last year and I'm glad they brought it back this year because last year I didn't get a chance to buy it. It's like a cardigan and it has hearts in pink and red. But my biggest thing is the buttons mm. are heart shaped. Oh, that's cute. And they're cute. like, the, and they're like velvety. Yeah, it's really cool. And literally it was just one of them and it's a, and it was a size XL. And I was like, this is probably gonna be a little bit too big, but maybe I'm thinking I may wear that for our Galentine's. Mm -hmm. um, but I may do it because I was like, I can also do it like without anything, but I can do it like with the collared. I have like this fresh collared um, button down. Mm. Got it for Christmas. I was like, crispy white. And then with the thing over it, so it can kind of be, what I guess what's that look like? Collegiate? Is that like that yeah, look? Collegiate. They were, yeah. you know, preppy. Collegiate? Preppy. Collegiate. Right? <laughs> Co college it. <laughs> college it. What is it? How do you pronounce No, what is it? The word that I say, and, and then instead, I'm like, you always, it's conversate. And oh, I'm like, co conversing. No. No, I don't know what the. I forgot. Anyways. It's to converse or conversating. Yes. Yeah. I actually said conversating. Converse, yeah. You did. That's why I was yeah. like, Nora, how <laughs> do <dare> you? <laughs> It's right. like again, it will be like something that I would say. Let's but get we, yeah. into this episode, guys. Let's do it. Let's do so, it. Let's Cindy, do it. Tell them what we're what talking, we about. talking about. This is, and I'm sure it's gonna ruffle feathers, but here we are to shake it up. <laughs> shimmy, 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 y'all. Yeah, shimmy, shimmy, um, y'all. Let's talk about default parent. Mm. what that is mm. and at the same time parenting roles mm. you know and we could obviously like talk forever on this subject but we are going to share with you guys our personal experiences and how we have become the default parents but how we're also working to not 100% be that default parent 
with our partners. And we also are very aware that this is very hard for the single parents out there, both moms and dads. Yeah. That you, this, you are like that. You don't have no other fucking option. And that to me, like, reminds me to count the blessing that I have yeah. in a partner, even if you want to sit there and be resentful for certain things, but at least there's someone there, you know, or someone that is being present that wants to be there because, and that we That's are definitely yeah. going to touch up on that and we can bring on several guests for that as well, because it's, I think it's becoming more and more common as mm. well. Yeah. you know, throughout society, or maybe it always, ex it always existed, but now again, thankful to social media and all these other outlets, we hear their personal stories yeah, and can have some empathy because I, I don't, I can't speak on that because I have not experienced it. And I hope to knock on yeah. wood, never experience that because that doesn't only come through obviously separation, divorce, it can come through death. Yes. Morbid. Let's go. Morbid Cindy. <laughs> Um, so if you don't know what a default parent is, yes. <laughs> if you don't know what a default parent is, when a child routinely favors one parent over the other for comfort, affection, and permission, there's a term for that, and it's called default parenting. Um, default parenting often involves being the first in line to take care of the tasks around the house, as well as child-related responsibilities. And this comes from Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> So if you Google it, that'll be the first thing yeah. that pops up because yeah. that was the first thing that popped up for me. Yeah. So I was doing a little research for this this episode because, of course, we want to, you know, bring you guys meaty episodes with some resources. But at the same time, you know, we're always constantly sharing yeah. like our personal experiences. But we also want to work on, especially with the season, adding those, you know, facts and things. And I felt like we've done that in, in, in previous seasons. But now... We want to be more aware of it for Correct. you guys. So when you guys let us know, like, if you guys have any facts or experiences on this, please share because sharing is caring. caring. Yeah. And at the same time, through our vulnerable stories, you learn to build that those the bonds, you know, and I feel mm -hmm. like that's how we have bonded by just being raw, real, very transparent with each other, with our stories we ain't sugarcoating shit like this fucking sucked today. But this this was this was great today. Mm. That wasn't and yada yada. But you have to talk about you know, and that's your personal story, and yeah. that, that's what makes you who you are. Yeah. So hopefully you feel inspired to check in on your parenting um, roles, or you know, if you are always a default parent, feel inspired to have. The conversation yeah whether that be with your spouse your partner the family the community that's helping you um raise your children your child etc etc so how was it for you because i know now you've experienced the newborn phase not once not twice but three times thrice thrice <laughs> so let's like start from there mm. you know or even because i feel like when you're pregnant obviously you're the default parent because yeah. you know you're, 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 the, you're the one that's like working on the maternity leave mm. doing the paperwork then you know the disability stuff like that's all and literally you become the default that all falls on you to file that paperwork talk to hr about your leave and what days do you have but then that baby arrives yeah so oh 
just a quick little sidebar. Let us know if you actually want us to create a resource, at least for the state of New Jersey, for how to go about preparing kind of like a checklist. Oh my God. Yes. Because I know each company does it, but like, you know, just kind of like pulling the resources in with like state stuff that you may need to, you know, and just kind of like our experience. So right. let us know that. Yes. Okay. Back, back, to <laughs> back to the episode. Back to the episode. That was a little commercial. Yeah, break. A, little commercial a, little, break, a little resource break. I love it. Um, so for, let's say like, if you could remember from like day one, like even just being in the hospital and then even just the transition home mm. and how those roles were right there in that moment for you. So each kid was completely different. Um, I remember with Ollie, I did not want the nursery to take him. You know, he was my first. So I was, I didn't want, I wanted to be there because in my mind, I was like, no, I need to be 100% mom mode all day. Everything needs me. And especially because I breastfed all three and I pumped. Um, that was like my saving grace. Like no, no shade or anything. Like I was able to, I, I'm very, very blessed to. So Oliver was literally like glued to me. I didn't want anybody to really be around. And I was okay with like people holding him and stuff, but I'm like, mm, no, no, no. And like in my culture, like my mom did like this whole big thing. Cause it was my first and people were just over. And I was like, we're not going downstairs. I was like, we're not going downstairs. I don't need them to kiss him. And ugh, yeah, no, thank you. And it was like mama bear mode 1000. But I felt I had to do everything, the changing of the diapers, the, the feeding, the cleaning of the bottles, like the bathing, the swaddling, just everything, because it was ingrained in my head that he's mine. It was, it was like kind of like an imprint, like he's mine. I do this all because I have to um, and I want to. Then I had Alina and I was like, take her to the fire. <laughs> but really quick, rewinding back to Ali in that in that phase in that period, yeah. Was there any like conversation with Roberto about it, or you were like, "You're fine, like I'll do it." Like, um, was there? No, there was. Like, he would just be like, "I can change his diaper. I could do." And like, and but listen, did you have the trust in him to do that? Because I feel like that's where a lot yeah. of moms are like, "Oh um, well, I don't know. I'll just do it." In the beginning. No, but then I had to like, cause I got mastitis twice, like, you know, and then I'm like, you know, it is what it, but I, I always feel it's like with your first, it's, it's a whole nother, like you are a helicopter parent, at least for me, 1000%. But I had to kind of let go too, because once I found out I was pregnant again, oh my God, I think I reverted back to helicopter parenting because I wanted to soak in all of the things that I could do with him while he was still Before, by himself. Before, yeah, Alina came. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he he would, you know, like Berta would take him to, to daycare. Well, it was a very, very small period of time he was in daycare. But like those kind of things, I'm like, sure, you can take him. And like he would, you know, change him and whatever. But it was to his dad, like kind of like, what the fuck is he wearing? Like, <laughs> the outfit. I'm like, what is happening? But <laughs> that, you know, it was, a, you can't do what mommy does. And I'm like, no, but at this, at some point you just kind of have to let it go. But when it's your first, these expectations that you put on yourself are just so crazy that you're just kind of like, because it's all my attention is on this little tiny human and it's only on this little tiny human. Right. Um. Then Alina came. <laughs> And you said nursery. I was help. like, I was like, oh yeah, no, you can. I was like, that's fine. Take it to the nursery. That's fine. Um, 
give her formula. My milk will come in when it comes in. Um, and whoever wanted to hold her, I was like, you can hold her, you can hold her. Anybody can hold her. Yeah. Keep watching her, whatever. And it was a little, but she was also very um, independent. Like we got home and she slept in her, her crib, I think at like two months because our rooms were so close together too. Um, but Ali was literally glued to me until I think he turned like four, four or five years old, then got out of the bed. But it was like, mommy. <laughs> or as uh, my in-laws call him, mamitis, aguitis. Mamitis, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's a, it's, I, I, yeah. it's an annoying thing to yeah. be, yeah. but then eventually yeah. you're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now with uh, little Miss Zoe. <laughs> I talked about it on my takeover. She is going through a regression and it is mommy season. It is all things mommy, mommy, mommy. And it's to the point she wakes up in the middle of the night, mommy. And I'm like, I, I'm right here. Yeah, it's this, the separation anxiety. She has And it, ultimate, she's 18, like 18 months. Yeah, right? she just yeah. turned 19 months. And yeah, um, But when she sees Blanca, she forgets all about me. She's like... <laughs> See ya. Just, like, she, she imprints on her. Yeah, like, like, but once she, she disconnects, me, she no. comes in and it's like she wants to be in the kitchen with me. She wants to be like, and it, it's it's cute, but it's also like frustrating. But I also have to like, like I had said, I'm like, this is temporary because yeah. right now Ali goes through his little phases. Like he'll literally tell me like, I don't like you, mommy, and I'm like, because <laughs> I said you couldn't have fucking Oreos. Is that why you don't <laughs> yeah. like me? Like. Well, but, they be master manipulators, oh, it's you know, super master and, they, and they and they do your fucking feeling. Yeah, so <laughs> they, they know how to. Yeah, you they, know they, they get they get in there. They're just like, uh. <laughs> and you're like, ah. like, but I mean, you know, I I was very big on the like I was the default parent for. I mean, I still am, but Berto has completely stepped up in a way that like his schedule is is more flexible when i was working in the city like my the kids didn't even know who i was because i was never home like oh mommy hi but it was like daddy 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 like you know yeah. and it was because of the time so yes if you're a default parent and you're a, a work from home mom or a stay-at-home mom obviously that's what they're used to like when you see something over and over and over again right that's what you're used to and when Ollie was little, like right when I think he, right, like two and a half, I think, or something, COVID hit. So we were home. Like, you know, we were yeah. we were home together. So like he got to see me all the that's time. A, that's definitely something we got to talk about default parenting through COVID. Through COVID. <laughs> and, you know, like he had his virtual school and that's when we got the autism diagnosis. And like, so obviously I was more into that. Like I was more involved in all the things that he was doing because we spent so much time together. So it's like, I couldn't feel resentment that I'm a default parent because I'm like, it's like in a relationship. Like when you just see the person all the time, you're just like, oh my God, I love them so much. They're always with me. Like, you know, yeah. and I was just little, I was Ollie and Alina's shadow. Like everything they did, I'm there because I needed to see the development. I needed to do these so that I can talk to the doctors and do all these things. So there's always one, always. But now that I'm back at work, it's like, it's a little bit of both, you know, like. They know when I'm home. They get excited when they see me. And then when they they know I'm working, they're, oh, mommy's at work. Okay. Like, you know, but for stuff, like I could literally, I'm like, I could be on fire and you'll ask me to open <laughs> <Yep>. your juice. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> or, you know, open it. Like, what is happening? And like, like literally, like, Bert and I could be sitting like this and they're just like, and I have like a thousand, they are mm -hmm. folding clothes and they're like, mommy, over you. Yep. <laughs> mommy, I want goldfish. Get up and go get it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's just comfort. 
it's comfort and and in my head i'm like it's temporary it's temporary because i'm gonna be begging for the moment when they need me when they're older i know and i think i'm gonna pass out every time they don't need me i don't need you I'm like, what are you uh, yeah. and i have it's three of these i have to deal with it's gonna break three, three times, times. And four times within your own heart. Like, yes, and <laughs> what's funny? Well, I'll tell you because when Berto doesn't need me for something, I'm like, what do you mean you don't need me? <laughs> Sir. He's like, no, but I want to take this out. I'm like, no, I need it. <laughs> you need me to do this? So it sounds tell like, does, me. It, does it fill your cup? Oh, yeah. So feel well, needed. You know, because for me, my my love language is act of, acts of service. Um. And I may talk like I'm annoyed about it, but we are doing some work in therapy, y'all. Huh? We hey. are doing some work. Yo, I love this fucking lady. I'm glad. Oh, because I she, love she ain't trying to be your friend. No, she's <laughs> not. And like we are, um, we are unpacking. It's like peeling Good. onion. Good. But I'm like not like yeah. I I need to set the boundaries, obviously. But when I want to do things or like certain things that I'm like, I know that this fills my cup, and then this is just something that I like. I need to be more vocal about it. So, isn't that like it sounds so easy, right? It does. Got to be vocal. Yeah, got to be vocal. But it's just like how? How, how do I say it without sounding annoying? <laughs> right? Or like you know, like or nagging or, or, yeah, or something. Yeah. And it's funny because, and just today, like Kelvin is off. Um, I got in, I got in the shower. I'm there doing my thing, and then I'm like, oh shit, we ran out of like we use like the bar soaps, and I know he's right there in our bedroom. And I know, and I saw that he was up and I was just like, how do I ask him without saying sorry? Like, sorry, I'm sorry, but I need this. And then I was just like, I'm just going to flat out say it. So I literally opened the, like the shower door in the bathroom mm -hmm. door. And I was like, thankfully it's like, right. Everything's close mm -hmm. to each other. I was like, babe, can you please get me a bar of soap? Um, there's none in here. And that was all. And then we brought it, said, thank you. And that was it. But hey, old me would have been like. Old, old me would have been like, uh, sorry, I know you're laying down, but excuse me, can you please go to the other bathroom and grab me? And, and then know? today I was like, no. Yeah. Now that you say that. And that's sometimes, it, it's like two seconds to like re 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 rephrase it yeah, in your head. Yeah, and like, I always tell Roberta like, oh, I'm sorry. That, and he has to tell me, he's like, why are you apologizing? Yeah. Like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I get, I know why. I'm not going to say I don't know. I know why. And it's because growing up, anytime I asked for something, it was me just asking for too much. Mm. Even if it's like the most minuscule things or like, or you want too much or like, you know what I'm saying? So growing up. That you, makes you sense. That. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's my my catchphrase. Hers is all that jazz. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You know. And I picked up that habit from the manager I had at, at other place. <laughs> it's crazy that we become. I know. I literally sat there one day and in a conversation that she's having with me, she said, you know, <laughs> I think we were on the phone for 25 minutes. She said it 75 times. <laughs> you sat there and counted. You couldn't. I even, literally was like, you couldn't even focus. No, she's talking and I'm like, she goes, I was like, I was like, if this was a drinking game, I'll die. <laughs> And no, and the you know thing, I didn't realize that I say it until Caleb is saying it. And I'm like, who do you who do you get that from? He's like in the middle of his conversation, you know? And I'm like, oops. Okay. And then again, going on stories and hearing yourself mm -hmm. speak, it's for me, it's practice, even for this or just public speaking in general, because it's an instant like review of yourself right there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that I'd said that while I was speaking. Yeah. 
So it's interesting, a little, just quick little self-checks. But yeah, that, I feel, again, just the awareness and again, the same thing with default parenting, like being aware of the parenting roles that there, there's always going to be a default parent. Yeah. But is being aware of it and understanding, okay, I'm the default parent, but that doesn't mean that the other parent is slacking. Correct. You know, they're doing other things. And again, that then the teamwork comes in and that whole collaboration. And again, if you're not communicating, then <laughs> then you're gonna sit there and you're like, well, fuck the other person. Yeah. They don't work as hard as me. And I and I your I've resentment seen grows so much. Uh, and it and it, it snow silence and it snowballs really quick. Yeah. From that from that freaking newborn phase. So I mean, our kids are what in the newborn. Oh, we're not. We don't have newborns right now. Mm-hmm. But we have toddlers and school age kids. And I feel like with that newborn and toddler phase. If snowballs really quick and because you feel like you don't break. have time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that if you notice a lot of people, like because you're on a highest of high when with you're pregnant. Baby. Yeah. When with you the, are pregnant and it's like all of these, like what's the term that I'm looking for? Like all of these plans, all of these things, like I'm gonna do this, like all these goals that like you know, couples and partners they come to oh, oh we're gonna do this and it's gonna be so great. Then when your baby's born, you can have a colic baby. You mm, can have yeah. a baby that is like a night owl, has their night night or a baby that has to be in the NICU, in the NICU. and that NICU. that causes that puts so much stress on everyone. Everyone, um, you can have a child with learning disabilities, physical disabilities, and no one puts a guidebook together on how to do like to work with that, like how to. And then also keep in mind, default parents, the the rules are interchangeable. Absolutely. Because life happens. Yeah, life you, is life. Because like there no, are like you can, yeah. God forbid, you can be instantly disabled because yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Here I am going the morbid route. I know. And Absolutely. then all of a sudden, I mean, like um, <laughs> something well, else. Well, well, you know, like when COVID happened and people got laid off. So like the, the mom kept her job. I'm here to like, like the, 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 the one parent has to be hospitalized for yeah. some crazy. Or they were in an accident yeah. again because you could get hit by a fucking bus. Like just shit happens. No, because like at work they have like hit by a bus book, you know, yeah, okay. aka like God forbid something happens to that person or that person is on vacation, you can't reach them, but something needs to get done. Like everyone needs to know. And holy shit, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And it, that is very transferable to parenting. Yeah, absolutely. The same way at fucking work, everybody knows each other's jobs. Yeah. Yeah. The same method should be applied to exactly. fucking parenting. Um, wow. We th- there you go. We right, <laughs> We escaped the parenting role. We, we we have we have solved all of your woes. <laughs> no. Um, but it, it's crazy because you know, in, in your household, like your your house is is your company, right? And then everybody's an employee <laughs> pretty much, and all the functions work. And like as your kids get older, you start to to give them different things because each parent also provides a different type of um like guidance. For something so or like, brings different yeah, skills to the exactly, table. Exactly, exactly. So, like, you know, if, if the kids are gonna try to learn, like, um, honestly, in, in our in our in our home, I'm like, how to deal with stressful situations, go talk to your father. Like, go sit with Berto because he is cool, chill, like a cucumber, nothing can rattle him. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how you do it because me, I would have set the house on fire, <laughs> I would have like pulled my hair, screaming, running through the streets, like. <laughs> You know, on the most one like, kid would have been sitting outside yeah. the yard, like go time, like, go on time out. I, I don't know, I don't know what mom's deal is, like you know. Um, but 
like Roberto's just very chill, very chill, always has been. Um, it was annoying when we were dating because I'm like, and he's just like, dude, I don't know what the fucking problem is. Like, chill. And I'm like, I don't know how to know. <laughs> um, but when it comes to like kind of creative thinking and problem solving, like I'm your girl. Like we will figure this shit out. We will, we will figure it out. So every parent comes with their own special sets of skills. And <laughs> you know, you just have to be there to guide your little clan. Your oh, little, yeah, and, and each other. Yeah. And again, the, those conversations, like those team meetings. Mm -hmm. That's why, again, if you apply the same shit that happens at your job, hopefully for the better, because I know some jobs could be a whole shit show. But if you apply that mentality of that, it's a team and, you know, everyone has their own roles, but those roles are interchangeable. And again, everyone is growing and learning and learning different things and those skill sets, then, okay, you learn a new skill. How can we apply that to this household, to, to this family. But that's, you know, that's like important to have family meetings, like, especially when your kids are old enough, like for them to understand, like we do things as a family, as a family unit. Meeting, oh, and that, and that's the thing is family meetings also shows communication. So once my kids are, are at an age where they're, where they kind of understand, like, what are the expectations like this month going forward? Like, Hey, like my work schedule is going to be crazy, mom. Or like daddy's work schedule is going to be crazy. We need you to kind of pick up slack around the house. You need to do this and you need to do that. And setting those expectations just how you would at work. That is showing the clear and concise communication that you need and how the, the family is going to function. I love that. You know, and then like even it doesn't always have to be like delegating work. It could always be, for example, like. All right, so this month, like we are planning on our trip. We're gonna be going away. Like it's something fun. It's like, what do you guys want to do? Like getting the input so that everybody collectively has like awareness, yes. uh, and input on on what they want to do. And also, it's just you know, collaboration, camaraderie, and just you yeah. Know. You're showing some. You're showing compassion for each yeah. other. Like, yeah, I want to go on this trip, but it's a family trip. But these these are all the things that I want to do. Exactly. And my coworker reminded me of that whenever her daughter absolutely loves aquarium. So anywhere they the go, <laughs> anywhere they go, they always set aside a day to, to take her. Because then like, I think like the dialects like to do like the hiking stuff. I'm not sure too much. I don't think she said like what she does. I think she just goes along with what everybody else is doing. But she was like, we always set a date during that vacation mm. or a, a, couple, a couple hours if it's a shortened vacation. I was like, I love that yeah. because you're being mindful of what the, of the other person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's also their vacation too. Yep. So... So I like that approach. Tell us about your default parenting <laughs> journey with Mr. Caleb. With Caleb, little Caleb, Mr. Mr. Caleb. Caleb. I know he, Mr. K Money. He's little, but he's he's a grown little viejito. He's yeah, he a little old man. Especially with his little uniform. I'm like, look at those shoes. <laughs> look at those little loafers. And I bought him uh, like his next size up because I found these like on sale, but they don't fit him yet. Those are. Hella viejito vibes, and I can't wait for him to. Because even today I checked, I was like, "Oh no, he, he still fits in these." I'm waiting for him oh. to outgrow his shoes. So random. I went to Children's Place because we were at the mall, and I did see a bunch of uniform stuff, and they're good pricing. I saw. I so was like, oh, I'm, I'm considering, yeah, because like right now with his pants, I feel like like the waist is starting to fit him um, a little tight. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I think it's not time to size up. But the thing is with them at that specific age they don't use the belt pants yet mm. they have to have That's, the ones with the stretch i guess for the easier for the bathroom yeah. like you can't have like the ones with the zipper or button so i have to be mindful of that i'll check the ones out at children's place yeah. to see if the 
waistband isn't as tight or maybe i can check if i can loosen up the his current ones because like mm. they still fit him lengthwise i just feel and i feel bad because like it literally like in, it's imprinted in his freaking skin when he comes home but he hasn't complained about it but um mr caleb when he was born again absolutely loved my pregnancy even though it was during the pandemic but truly enjoyed that time it was scary uncertain but made the best of it and i did not there was like zero conversation let's say with calvin prior to even like drawing it i guess honestly even being a first time mom looking back i really went with the flow of things mm. and that's so not me <laughs> so i was motherhood has literally shocked me i guess i should say because i are really surprised of my ways of just kind of letting things be yeah instead of trying to control everything trying to control the narrative and i guess god showed me a lesson very early on um because we brought caleb home everything was fine then a couple of days later spiked crazy fever you guys know are aware of yeah. the story so he had to be hospitalized for two weeks. And that, in a sense, was insane. But at the same time, there was so many silver linings there with parenting and teamwork between COVID and I. Mm -hmm. um, that very early on, I was very comfortable with him, you know, changing his diaper, taking care of him, feeding him. Because, because it was during COVID or the pandemic, we, we couldn't both stay overnight with him in the hospital. It, it was just one parent. Mm. So then what we did was we alternated. Like mm. one night I would stay, another night he would stay. And we did that for until the two weeks were up. So that already, I think, set the tone for us without us even mm. like knowing. And it really showed, I think, Kelvin, especially those hours that he was there in the hospital by himself. Obviously, thankfully, you know, had professional nursing staff with him. God forbid if he didn't know how to do anything or what was going on. So that I think even for him as a father gave him also that confidence to be with a newborn. Cause he always said, I remember when we would go visit uh, our friends and family that would have babies, he was always not a fan of holding mm -hmm. a newborn. Cause you're like, look how You tiny. know, cause it's so delicate, yeah. but I'm always like, give me that baby. <laughs> even Carolyn calls me literally a baby hogger. Cause I'm like, I want to hold the baby. Give yeah. me the baby. And now <laughs> becoming a mom, I'm more, like stand office, I'll like I give it time. I don't just go in there and yeah. just like, can I carry me? Oh yeah, cool. But like, <laughs> I do always ask. I'm just not snatching up the a newborn, but um, it really helped the both of us, I think. And then shortly after we get home from the hospital, I get COVID, mm. and Kelvin is like negative or whatever. So then he. You know, I was like staying away from Caleb, even though the, the doctor did say that I can be like, I could still hold them, but I would have to have my mask on. So I was doing that to alleviate and give Kelvin a break because he was taking care of me, mm. taking care of the baby. My parents were also like living with us at that point, taking care of my parents. Like, you know, he was literally taking care of an entire yeah, sick house. household yeah. and a newborn for like a good week and a half. So I know like I can see it in his face that he was just drained towards the end. And especially with a newborn that, you know, wasn't, he was sleeping every like three hours or would wake up every three hours or whatever. He was not like sleeping through the night. None of that, none of that stuff. We didn't get, you know, blessed with that. Yeah. But um, that, I mean, even again, 
but then I was a stay, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. So that automatically you are the default parent when it comes to that. Because again, like you said, you're with that child, mm. you know, more than you know, the majority the majority of the day. I was gonna say more than 24 hours. I was like, there's no more than 24 hours in the day, but it feels like there is, especially um during those first uh, few months. But even with that, um, and we it's not like we had like a schedule like to put Caleb to sleep at night, but we would in a sense, okay, like you go put him down, you know, like it wasn't just me every single night. And sometimes, you know, take him over an hour and then mm. to that transfer from the arm to the crib, you know, making sure. And then sometimes he will wake up. So we both experienced that. And even till this day, when it comes to the night routines, sometimes, you know, I, I realized, oh, I already did like two days in a row. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll let him, I'll let him do it. But it's not like I'm sitting there and being like resentful about like, I already did it two nights. You, you Can you go do it? Yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm like, can you go put Caleb to sleep? Um, so I don't think I've felt any of that resentment thus far. And then again, I think it's just even with this podcast and being aware and listening to these other moms, and because again, I feel, and I've, I'm sure you've seen them, the default parent like list on Instagram, like these posts. It's yeah, like, and they irk me same because and i'm trying not to see it as that parent complaining and again especially if i know they have a spouse or a partner at home i'm like but did you communicate did you talk to him about this yeah because you of course like you said you can sit there in silence and be so mad but like you you'll be like that fucking forever mm -hmm. if you don't voice or did you send them that meme because that could be another way too. I mean, we've been everybody communicates now through memes and reels. Yeah, you know, you could send them a reel with a message like, "Hey, I really like the way that they spoke about this. What do you think?" And that yeah. can be a, a conversation starter. That could be a modern day conversation starter mm -hmm. through a reel or a post. So, by seeing all those things, I realize I'm like, "Oh shit, I am. I didn't. I didn't even know that that was a thing. First of all, I didn't even know that default parent was a, a title until again seeing it on on social media." And I realized I was like, oh shit, I am the default parent because like I was like, I know like where Caleb's like clothes, like his next set of his the next size up, or I know when he needs this or when he needs that. But I remember unconsciously, whenever I would move like Caleb's like um or reorganize Caleb's dresser drawers or move the diapers around or whatever it was, I would when Kelvin would come home, I saw him, like, oh look, now this is where I had mm -hmm. the shirts and that. But it was also kind of like me in the back of my head. I'm like, that morbid thing. I was like, what if I die tomorrow? Like, this poor man is not going to know where anything is for his son. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm literally setting up my husband for failure because he doesn't know shit. And I'm like, and I always told him, I was like, this is his doctor. This is his office. Like, this is his immunization record. Mm -hmm. Like, all those things because you, they need to know that. Yeah. Or at least, like, who to call to get that information. And then one of the things that I did, and this was consciously, I did it last summer. And I'm sure, again, I spoke about it last season was I'm like, oh crap, I'm like, Caleb needs a new coat because the coat that he had was already good for like the past two years. And I was like, he definitely needs a new coat now that he's in school. And the, like, there's no, a, there's not a drop off line in his school. Like you have to bark and like walk him down. Because mm. other than that, I wouldn't care, like put too much thing effort into getting him a coat. Because I'm like, he really doesn't need it. If he's just in and out, he could just layers and he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But I literally told him, I told Calvin, I was like, babe, Caleb needs a new coat this year. Okay, does he need anything else? But I was like, and he took care of it. And all I, it was just simply me just telling him. Mm -hmm. 
you know? And I'm like, wow, that was so simple. That's something, something less that I have to worry about. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, again, even like going back to like the workload, if I'm not expressing to my boss or my peers, like right now my workload is too much and I'm just sitting there taking it in, taking it in and taking on more work, more work on top of that and missing deadlines, missing that. But if I've never communicated that to my boss, then it says I'm at fault. Yeah. I'm about to be fired because I didn't communicate that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if we like applying that same uh, mentality to the household is huge. And what else has it been? Like even with the whole, since I do everything in the morning, cause Calvin is already literally off to work before we're even up. So then I'm like, okay, cool. I'll drop them off. You pick them up. So now that's also something for Caleb that he also is looking forward to. Like, mm. oh, daddy's going to pick me up today. You know, um, so it's just that the com the communicating and the dividing of tasks if need be, making a list, mm. writing it down, doing a shared calendar, whatever you need to do to make sure that, like, your partner is aware of everything that's going on. Like one thing that Cohen always does now is like, what do we have going on this weekend? You know, like, so I'm like, oh, is there something that you need to do? Hmm. You know, you need a haircut or car wash, whatever, oil change. Like wh what's on your to-do list? Yeah. And again, because other than that, if we don't communicate it, then I don't, I, I wouldn't know shit what's going on in his life or what errands he needs to run for himself, yeah. you know, so, so he could be good for the week. And then it's not like when it is done, or like when they have to go do it, you're not like, you didn't tell me. Right. Like, or you know like, oh, I had something to do too. Like, yeah. I had, do you know I had my nail appointment? Like, so now I tell them, like, I tell them ahead, like, okay, especially now that I'm booking my nail appointments literally once a month. I'm like, oh, I have my nail appointment booked. If it's especially like if it's on like a Friday night or something like that or early on Saturday, because it could be that at the same time he needs to get a haircut. And I'm like, okay, then let me see if my parents could then watch Caleb, Caleb so we can yeah. both get things done. But if it happens kind of last minute, like even this week, when was it? I think it was like on Tuesday or something. It, he was like maybe like 30 minutes away or something like that. Or like he was going to get to Caleb's school a little too too late. But he told me only like with a 30 minutes notice. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. I literally have to go into a work meeting. Yeah. You know, so but again, you also have to prepare for that because yeah. things can happen last minute. Yeah. What's the backup plan? Like, Thankfully, again, I have that flexibility in my job that I can go ahead, go out and run and get him if Kelvin is running late. But again, I understand that that happened. You know, there could be he's working in New York. He's driving back. There could be an accident that's going to, you know, delay him by two hours. So then again, then I'll sit there, then communicate that to my boss. Like, mm -hmm. hey, I have to go do pickup today. Kelvin couldn't do it. Obviously, I don't need to go into the nitty gritty details. Yeah. But again, it's all freaking communication. Yeah. Because exactly. even yesterday with my boss. I didn't realize Caleb had a delayed opening. That's another thing I need to check with his school because they didn't call, text, nothing. I went on the school's website and mm. that's how I found out after I was already at school. Oh, fine. And, you know, I'm putting in the code to get in the door and I'm like, oh, it's green, but the door, and I'm like, the lights are off. I'm like, it's about to be nine o'clock. What is going on? And sure enough, I was like, let me check the website. Mind you, the day before that it was actually like snowing and all that stuff, I was checking the website. But yesterday morning, I didn't think to yeah. check it. It was, you know, freezing cold. And I know the roads were icy. But I just go. And then I'm like, crap, we literally have like an hour. I think it was like an, like an hour and 20 minutes because the late opening was at 10. Yeah. And then Same I was here. like, crap. I was like, what do I do? I'm like, I'm not going to go home because then that's going to throw him off. Because I was like, if we go home, then I'm just not going to take him to school today. But I was like, I need him to go to school today because I have this and this to get done for work. Mm -hmm. And then 
But then I messaged my boss. I was like, hey, just did not realize that Caleb had the late opening until now. I think I may do like a Trader Joe's run. And my other co-worker chimed in, oh my God, get the ricotta cheese from there. It's like butter. And I'm like, yeah, no, I love the ricotta cheese from there. But again, that flexibility in with the job helped mm -hmm. at just in that moment. Because then even if I like, I always think of like, oh, if I go get another job, am I going to have this flexibility? Correct. Yeah. And even sometimes, let's say if you're like, F your partner and you want to, you know, think that the grass is greener on the other side, but you didn't even bother to water it on your side and you water it by the conversation and, you know, learning, like you said, also like the love languages and learning your freaking child's love language, I think is huge. You know, we're about to enter love month. We yes. could definitely love have, <laughs> I was like, love month already started. Love month is January and February. Yes. <laughs> March could be for the luck of the leprechaun. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's my experience mm -hmm. with the whole default parents and parenting roles and like the journey of it. And now like even going forward, what's going to continue to help us is that like letting them know like, oh, I signed them up because before I would just sign them up for whatever and then tell them after. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now even like with the whole thing when we signed them up for karate. Um, you know, we both went and experienced it because all the other gyms I've just kind of done, done in my own. Oh, by the way, Caleb has classes on, on this. And then I think I did the same thing like with soccer. So that's something that I'm working on Yeah, myself in my um, household, my the CEO. Hmm. I need to just communicate it or plug it into the shared calendar. The shared calendar, yeah. Know? Yeah, I actually, um, I had a like a similar thing, like, you know, with, uh, with Caleb's coat, <laughs> um, Oliver has really been obsessed with his Nike sneakers and he loves them. He loves the Nike sneakers or whatever. And he's expressed it to Alberto a lot. Like, he's like, I need new ones. They're, they're too small. These are too small. So Alberto was like, okay. So he picked them up and he goes, he texted me. He's like, I'm going to take him to the Nike outlet. I'm like, okay. And he let him pick. He FaceTimed me to get an input. And I was like, whatever you think is good, just get him whatever. And he was like, okay. So he he helped him pick it. And it was a cute little outing. Like they got pretzels and, they, and they're creating their own little memories. I, I feel That's like beautiful. that default parenting a little bit for us, it's like FOMO. And the only FOMO I care about. Like if they're doing something, it's like, what about me? You don't want to do these with me anymore. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? But... It was it was nice. I was like, oh, okay. And now Oliver wears his sneakers and he shows them off. He's like, oh, I can't wait to show my friends. I'm like, all right. I love that. No, and and it's funny when you mentioned the FOMO because I would remember staying at home before I started working with Caleb all day, and then as soon as Kevin would come home, he would just fucking forget me. Like yeah. I was non-existent. And in the beginning, I remember it hurt. Yeah, you know, and I was like. Like, dude, I just did all like, this stuff with you. I still wipe I'm your like, you, butt. You're, you're showing, like, real ungrateful vibes <laughs> right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not okay with this. But then I was like, where is the silver lining? I, I'm a very morbid person, but I am a very silver liner. <laughs> a very silver liner as well. I'm very polar yeah. opposites, but that's just what I am. So I was like, wait, Cindy, this is a silver lining. Yeah. You have time for yourself. Yeah. By yourself. Nobody's bothering you. Nobody cares what the fuck you're doing right now. Yeah. Go lay down. Yeah. Go lay down. Go scroll on your phone. Undisturbed. So then I started doing that. And even like, you know, when K when Calvin is putting Caleb down, I'm like, I could be at my phone. Yeah. Because recently, 
Caleb, I'm doing so. He asked me to get something again, you know, the same yeah. thing. Give me this, give me that. Asked me to get him something from the fridge, and I'm getting him something from the fridge, but I'm again looking at my phone while I'm doing it. He literally said, Get off of your phone. And I was just like, Oh, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. Cause I was like, let me pay attention to what the heck I'm doing. Cause yeah. if something falls out the fridge, um, then I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. But I did this to myself because yeah. I yeah, was yeah, yeah. a little zombie, mommy over here on my phone, trying to do two things at at once or three things at once. So now, when I get a chance to look at my phone undisturbed, because that's another thing. So I'm trying to. That was a nice reminder for me to be more present. Yes. With. Again, because it's it's very easy, you know. And again, most of the time I'm like looking up stuff and like actually like do, I'm not just lallygagging on my yeah. phone. I'm like these are things that I need to like learn or or, or discuss or whatever. But I need to like allocate yeah. time for that and my time. And I was like, now I was like, okay, whenever Caleb is you know being put to bed by by Calvin, that's, that's my little time. own yeah. time to do it. Because then even I catch myself, Calvin and I watching TV together, and I'm just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On my phone. And I'm like, this is disrespectful. Yeah. And he he's not saying it, but it is, you yeah. know. But again, you would feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, if we're watching a movie together, but I'm like, are you paying attention? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm sure he feels the fucking same. But I'm here, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm I, I can do both. Yeah. But you really can't. Like, no. who are you fucking? <laughs> yeah. No. You think you can. <laughs> right. I did see a, a guidance counselor actually post, I think she was a guidance counselor, um, about like like confessions, like kids. Um, were saying and one of them was um my parents are always on their phone i don't even know why i'm here oh my god it was so and like she's like sobbing uncontrollably of, of all these things and i was like oh my and then another kid was like my parents pay more attention to their phones than me oh yeah and like i try to talk to my mom and she's so distracted by her phone that i just do things myself and i'm like i never want my and like it's getting to the like screen time you know, my kids, they, I love their screen time. Like, yeah. <laughs> but now I actually have put away their screens. Like, I'm like, no, you guys can call. And like, Oliver's really been into drawing and he loves I to love draw and show that. me. I love it. And then he actually signs it. Like, I'm going to frame it. And like, he puts Oliver on it. He's so like, look cute. what it says. It's Sonic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sonic. And I'm like, all right. And I, and I was like, and who drew that? And he's like, Oliver, it's just right here. And I'm like, oh, okay. I love that. Um, but, you know, I, I need to, like, I've taken away their iPads and they can have it on the weekend. Or we can watch something on TV together and they start dancing and doing all these things. But also it's like, if I don't answer or if I'm not on, like, I don't respond or whatever on Instagram, it is because I'm trying to be so present with my kids and also be present at work. Because it's easy to scroll at work and be like, yeah, yeah I'll get to it later. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in the zone, I just try to focus and I'm like, I'll get to the phone when I get to the phone. So, and it, it, it's hard because we grew up in that generation that we did not have it. And then mm -hmm. once we had it and it was That's given to sweet. us, like, here's free reign. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and, <laughs> you, and, and you have to be, yeah. you're, the, you're in the driver's seat for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, that's on you. <laughs> so, like, I love DD. So I'm all about the do not disturb. I'm like, see. Okay, just put that on there. I remember Alex called and my kids actually put my phone on D and she tried to leave me a voicemail. She's like, it's not even let me letting me leave a voicemail for you. And I was like, oops. The kids know. They're they know They're what like, it is. Want mommy's time. <laughs> All right. Well, this was know, a this very was like, meaty episode. I know, I know. A meaty episode. Wait. Okay, so I wanted to leave you guys with these with these yes. uh, quotes and this we got from the article, and we can also share the article with you guys. It was an easy, very um, like easy for you to go through and very, again, mind opening. 
So one of them, it said, the fact is that neither parent has to be locked into one role or the other. Mm. And we touch upon that because we, we, we spoke on that. You, you know, life is ever changing. You're growing again, different things. You know, we get different jobs, mm -hmm. different roles come up, come up, come across outside of the home, you know, even like with, with this podcast, you know, making time for that. So things need to be, there's always adjustment. There's always going to be change. So I think it's remaining flexible and knowing like, and you mentioned a lot too, everything is temporary. Yeah. You know, and our kids are growing and yeah. each thing, each phase comes with its own changes. And, you know, the kid may just rely on one parent more than the other or speak more to the other parent. But then like, and that's something that my parents always do. Whatever I tell my dad, even though if I tell him, don't tell my mom, he will always sit there at the end of the night and have that conversation with her. Like he'll, he may gloss it over mm -hmm. and put it in his way, but he'll sit there and communicate that. And I was just like, in the beginning, I was mad about it, but then I was like, I get it. I was yeah. like, that's being respectful of your marriage and your yeah. and, and your partnership. You're and sharing you, that. And you made this child together. together. You should so, be aware, like, yeah, what Cindy's what, going exactly, through, you know, and, exactly. and then maybe see how you can then, she can step in in and her how, own way exactly. and how. Exactly. Oh, my God. So good. I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and then another thing that we spoke up about. And they quoted this in the article. If you can see it, you can change it. Mm. And then again, that's the awareness. Yeah. Because sometimes we think that our partners are blind. So like, ah, oh, they're not noticing this in it. But I feel like they are. They're just don't put it in the forefront because, again, they have their own shit going on mm -hmm. with whatever. But um, yeah. And then one thing that I mean, I kind of said this myself with with I feel like the default parenting mm. can kind of feel like co-parenting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I like one of my very good friends is going through something crazy right now. But what I told her was, you've been co-parenting from the very beginning without even realizing it. So now, unfor like, fortunately and unfor unfortunately, you've been doing it already. But fortunately, that's going to help you in this next chapter that you have to actually co-parent. Correct. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy because I know that's been a, a, a like a... A new term, I feel like I never, yeah, I didn't hear that shit growing yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was either like when when people divorce, like they hate each other, and it's like the kids decide to just stay in one, yeah, like, like house. A, and but they're now like, nah, I feel like now it's now it's the cultures, yeah. which is good. Yeah, because sometimes people just don't work out because they just don't work out, right? You know, like and they, then they the grow, child unfortunately yeah. deals with a lot of trauma and shit. Yeah. Like I, I like I even hear it from a lot of grown-up kids now or grown-up adults that came from a like separated parent or divorced parents and how they're in and how yeah. it really fucked them up yeah and because they have of an inability of the acting. nastiness yeah. that they saw like the you know the, the arguing and all that stuff and then even through the separation that it was still bad like it didn't really help you know and then obviously you know every of course every child wants their parents to be together but unfortunately like you said like that it's not always designated that way mm -hmm. and it's the reality of it but i love that this new wave of co-parenting and being able to exist and then that comes like the blended families yeah. you know yeah. like and it's very interesting I, i'm always i always love you know the, the holiday gatherings to see yeah oh shit the stepdad is there everybody's there yeah. with the stepmom and, and, and i was just like everybody is sitting down and eating at the same table yeah. Because just because the romantic relationship didn't work, it doesn't mean that they're they couldn't be friends because they were friends at one point. 
Right. You know what I'm no, saying? No, and, and to make that effort for the child, to make Correct. that respectful effort to be able to share a holiday dinner. Yeah. Or it just not, doesn't even need to be a holiday a dinner because, again, that's important. That person is going to, you know, maybe move on and have their own relationship and then have maybe children. And how are y'all going to co grandparent yeah. together? You know, because yeah. it, it's ever evolving. Yeah. The generations evolve. So. But well, all right, guys. Yeah, we, we went in deep. <laughs> Cheers. Salute. Yes, yeah, still got a little, still got a little ginger here. Mm-hmm. Well, we love you guys. And remember, Galentine's is coming up. Um, tickets, a few more tickets, a few more tickets left. Don't miss it. It's gonna be great, super great, amazing and giveaways. Yes, I'm excited to also see, of course, everyone's fits, yeah. and yeah. I love to see just the creativeness of everybody putting themselves together. I'm excited. And it's, you know, all of our events at the end of the day are networking events for you to come out and meet other like-minded women and, you know, exchange numbers, Instagram. So I'm excited for all of that. All Mm -hmm. all of the connections are going to happen with this event. So please don't miss out. Uh, Make sure the link in our Instagram bio has everything on there, including the link to this video here. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment, share, and comment. Share. Let us know the good and the bad. We're ready. We're ready to receive it. Give us all the constructive criticism. We're open to it. We may be like, what the fuck? But we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're, we're, we're open to receive it. And please, you know, follow on Instagram. If you aren't following us, we have, um, we're on Spotify. Apple, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. soon, I guess, so we can also try to be on Google Play, if that's something that you guys listen to podcasts on there. I'm not sure. I don't feel like it's so popular. Right? I'm I like, like, I don't know what... Spotify or Apple, so that's what we're going to keep using. Okay. Um. Again, if, like, you strike some of you stragglers right. are like, like, let, like let, Google Play. Right, like, let us right. know, because yeah. we, we don't know what we don't know. If or you don't We won't know, like, what you guys need from us. And thank you so much, everyone, that has already given us feedback on all of our um, our previous two videos. We absolutely love it. We are excited to continue growing mm-hmm. um, on our uh, online platforms. And we love you guys. Love y'all. Thank you. Deuces. Ciao, ciao, Mickey Mouse.